0: you don't get any food for the duration of this recording.
1: What horrible parents we are. What do you think about that?
0: You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road.
1: We're your hosts, Annabelle and Christian. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up.
0: Because after all, home is... where Where we say say we're sorry. Hi everyone and welcome to Swept Together episode 67. This is um what is it like our third or fourth episode from Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Where it's a comfy 80 something or another degrees all week.
1: Yep we are not complaining about being in Florida right now.
0: And back home it snowed. Our former (laughs) housemate sent me a video on snapchat about it snowing right now or yesterday i guess but anyway it's been nice to not have to move all the time um but it's like it's like uh our last two weeks in florida Mm -hmm. are you sad
1: um yeah i mean a little bit because i've just enjoyed like the pace here but i'm also excited to like finish up our trip and see all of our family in Texas and you know spend the summer in Denver which I of course really miss Yeah, our home so I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of things so it's it's kind of bittersweet
0: yeah well what are we talking about today babe
1: so today we're talking about something that we were first introduced to uh from our friends, Elise and Scott Grice of Hey Sweepy, who you might remember from episode 58.
0: Yeah. And if you don't remember that, um, you can listen to our old episodes from our website, swepttogether.com, or you can also um, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and you can listen to all of those episodes, um, either episode 58 with Scott and Elise or any of the other ones. And if you're listening on iTunes or the podcast app, on your phone, you can rate us. Um, If you don't know how to do that, go to sweptogether.com slash share the love. And there are instructions on how to do that. And we would really appreciate it because then we can get more people subscribing and more listeners and stuff. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. On a previous episode, one of the other things we've talked about on the show is... Our love languages on in episode forty six. This has come up in a few different interviews that we've done as well, but uh, because this is a a pretty pretty, widely known uh, concept in the like kind of relationship
0: community, yeah, advice world
1: or whatever. Yeah, Um, it's
0: either it's either Gottman or Chapman. Yeah.
1: So the five love languages by. Dr. Gary Chapman is something that we read. I think it was the first book we read together. Maybe it was, yeah. Um, or was it Modern Romance?
0: Mm, no, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was the Five Love Languages was the first book that we read together, and then Modern Romance was very shortly after.
1: Yeah. So if
0: not, right the next book after that.
1: Um, and as we've said on the show, that was something that was you know, helpful for us in getting to know each other right at the beginning and kind of the things that would uh, impact our relationship positively. So I'm a words of affirmation person, as Mm. we've heard, we've mentioned before.
0: And I'm a quality time person. And speaking of quality time, we had dinner with Scott and Elise before Christmas. And and they're the ones that actually told us about the five apology languages. And uh, we both took the test probably the night the day after that something like that um we both took the apology language test on you know the website five love languages.com and after that we we bought the book and we started reading um it a couple of weeks ago it was in our kindle queue to read
1: yeah so apology languages is what we're going to be talking about today
0: yeah so what are the five apology languages
1: Well, they were developed by Gary Chapman. So it's the same guy who did the love languages. And the five languages are basically, you know, how you receive love is the love languages. And so how you um, receive an apology or like how you, the apology that feels most genuine to you, the type of apology. And so the five different ones are expressing regret,
0: which Which is... is like saying, I'm sorry.
1: Yep. And then accepting responsibility.
0: Which is, I, I was wrong for doing the thing that I did.
1: Uh, making restitution.
0: Which is something like, how can I make it right?
1: Uh, genuine repentance.
0: Uh, I want to change.
1: And requesting forgiveness.
0: Can you find it in your heart to forgive me? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so what's our apology language? Mine um. after taking a test, I am way on the expressing regret side. And and each of the, they, they score you, you know, you, you're you given a score for each of the languages, mm-hmm. just like the five love languages. Because, yeah. you, you know, some people skew one way or another. Yeah, it's
1: not like you have one and then you don't even recognize yeah. all the others. Right,
0: I mean, you know.
1: It's a, like a spectrum.
0: Right, like doing, you know, how can I make it right was all I mean even though that's not my apology language I mean if you do something and make it right if you did something wrong or whatever then I, I would be okay with that it's not you know out of the norm but I think expressing regret saying you're sorry genuinely saying you're sorry is probably what I you know what I I'm attuned to the most what about yours what's yours
1: um well my top 3 were all like within one point of each other but the top one oh, right, yeah. The top one was make restitution.
0: Yeah and then the so I scored a 9 I don't know what the highest you can score is but I I scored a 9 on expressing regret and then my next one was accepting responsibility which is a 4 which is way down there Con, I mean comparatively speaking. Yeah I think I think
1: it's a tw- like 20 could be the highest. 20? right because i'm just doing the math really quick
0: <laughs> and so so what about you on on yours make restitution was the top one right
1: yeah it was a 7 and then followed very closely by expressing regret at 6 and accept rep- responsibility at 5 so all of those are kind of like you know similar but making restitution i think is important to me it's like i don't want you to just say like oh i'm sorry for doing that like i want you to be like i know that i you know i know that i hurt you when i did this so i'm gonna fix it by doing this you know that's make making restitution for me um it makes a big difference in making me feel like people are genuine
0: why why do you think that like i mean as opposed to the other you know Love languages. Mm. Or sorry, <laughs> apology languages. I don't know. Like, what about I'm sorry or uh, requesting forgiveness? I think you're uh, requesting forgiveness for you is a zero. Yes. So, what about just saying I'm sorry is not, you know, is zero on your scale?
1: Um,. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just because, like, I kind of have like a a strong internal compass when it comes to like justice, and so
0: Do you want it to be equal or fair, right? So, so if you have something done to you that hurt you, then you want to right, like swing if someone the, the other way, so that. It- it comes, you know, back to baseline or normal.
1: Right, like if somebody one of the examples in the book was like a coworker, you know, or maybe this was a question on the quiz like a coworker does something that um or like, you know, a coworker throws you under the bus or something and yeah. and blames you for something that wasn't your fault. Like
0: Yeah, that was that was an example in the book. A
1: yeah. coworker coming to me, that coworker coming to me and being like that was really wrong of me to do. I'm sorry. Like, to me, that only goes so far. I would need that coworker to, like, you know, in front of the people that they, like, you know, say that person was, went to my boss and said, oh, I didn't mess up that report. Annabelle messed up that report. Like, I would need that person to go to my boss and be like, hey, I i actually did that and i blamed it on annabelle like she wasn't it wasn't her fault like that to me is because they're they're not only like
0: they're making the situation right right by you
1: mm-hmm. and like you know trying working to undo the effects of their actions okay so that's kind of i mean i guess it's like a way it, I think maybe that's why expressing regret, accepting responsibility, make restitution are, like, so close together, because they all seem, like, really closely tied in my mind. Like, if you accept responsibility for something, you're going to, like, or in order to make restitution, you have to accept the responsibility of it, you know? Yeah. And be like, I, I know I did this thing that was wrong. I want... I. And I can acknowledge that I know it's wrong because I'm going to do this thing to make it right. Yeah. So that's kind of, I don't really know why, like, why that's the one that's, you know, stands out for me. But it definitely does. And since we've read the book, I've, like, noticed it in real life.
0: And can you give an example of a real life, like, scenario that happened?
1: recently we were we had a service appointment for our rv and any of you guys who live in an rv or even just have traveled in an rv you know how much of a pain it is to move your rv like you have to put everything away so it doesn't like become a projectile when you drive right you have to bring in all the slides you have to unhook you know you have to navigate out of your spot like there's just this whole rigmarole around moving your rv
0: and and to add to that unhooking means you have to do all of the sewer stuff yeah which is you know something that's it's it's stinky yeah it's not it's not a f- it's not, fun... not stinky. Let's do that way. It's
1: not a fun thing to do for sure. You
0: know, I mean, even though like all of that stuff is all self-contained and nothing drips out or anything, it's just that's just something that happens. It's stinky. Yeah.
1: So it's just a big ordeal. Well, we had this appointment for like several weeks and then we you know, we
0: left our campsite left our campsite pulled up all the stuff and put away all the things drove over
1: to the service um, you know the service center and we got there parked and you know also we have to figure out what to do with our with our cat too you know anytime we get, we're getting the rv worked on so we we do all of this stuff we get over there and then they tell us when we get to the appointment oh this appointment should never have been made on a Friday, like, we're not going to be able to get this done. And, like, you know, you wouldn't be able to stay in the RV, even though initially they told us we would be able to stay in the RV. Right. They specifically
0: said that we can stay in the RV while the work is getting done because they had bays that had full hookups.
1: Right. And so we were just like, really? Like, you couldn't have checked this yesterday even and just called us and told us, you know, we made a mistake. Don't come in. Um, you had to wait until we got there with uh, like and went through all of the ordeal to get over there. And then, you know, they were like, "Well, we're you know we're really sorry. This never should have happened." Um, you know, and so
0: and then that's it. And that then was that it.
1: was it. And then they were just See you like, later. "Okay, well, you know, sorry, we can't help you. Like, bye." And right. you know, we went and got breakfast right afterwards and while we were sitting there at breakfast I was like dude like that was the worst apology ever like he didn't even offer to like comp us a night at at our campsite or like I mean there was no attempt at making restitution for you know wasting our time for wasting our time yeah and something
0: that they could have looked up on the computer by you know just knowing the year make and model of our R V because there's basically that's what he said. He said anytime we have this year and make of an R V or this specific manufacturer, we have a holiday rambler and they're like, this year these years, you know, there's six years or something. Six years. The
1: the company is out of business that, yeah. that produced them, the frame. The frame. And so they see the name and they're like, oh, you know and so if anyone had taken the time to just look at our appointment they would have been like this something's not right yeah you know so
0: they couldn't they had to basically order the parts because they knew they they couldn't they didn't stock them but in order to order the parts they ha- they would have to take apart our you know our rv send the existing parts over to the you know, their parts distributor. get matched. And then get matched because they don't have part numbers. And they know this. They know about this. You know, this is like a an issue of, you know, these years. Right. This year's Holiday Rambler and others. And they're like, oh, yeah, I could have told you not to come in because... We wouldn't be able to get the parts, and you know we would have to pull.
1: I can't believe somebody even thought to make this appointment on a Friday. Like there was no way we could do this.
0: Because they were like they're not open on Saturday, so we would have to take it apart today, send it over, wait till Monday, and then get it all you know figured out. Two to
1: three days shipping. Then it's gonna take
0: two three days shipping, and then it might take another day to. And you you can't stay in your RV. And we can't stay. Yeah.
1: And I was just like.
0: Why are didn't you, you tell us this before?
1: Are you kidding me? You know, and like and he was very nice. Uh, like Yeah, but, he wasn't
0: rude about it. He was it, just you know, it The was apology seemed empty to you. To
1: me because of, you know, it was it was like he was he was um you know, accepting responsibility to a certain extent, you know, saying we shouldn't have made this appointment. Well, he wasn't accepting the responsibility, but the, he was accepting he like, it for the company. He was like,
0: "Oh, the guy that took your appointment the people who made the
1: appointment should never have done that but in any case he was as an entity of the service center accepting responsibility um but yeah it just felt very you know and i was able to like think about that and be like oh it's because he didn't try to make restitution and after breakfast we went back over there actually and talked to them and we were like this isn't this isn't okay like the way that this all happened is not okay. Um, and I'm still kind of not really that happy with how everything went. But The conclusion of that With is, the conclusion...
0: They took our RV in and they said they looked at it and then they gave us a quote for how much it would cost. But they didn't actually take, you know...
1: They didn't take it apart.
0: They didn't take it apart and they didn't, like, find the part numbers or anything, you know... They probably just visually inspected it and then hoped that they, that was enough.
1: I mean, they said they took the wheels off, but who knows? You know, it just it's one of those things where like they could have done more and they did the bare minimum to like right. appease us because we were upset and you know, it was just not the best experience in my opinion. I I think from a customer service perspective, it would have done it would have been way could have been, been way better yeah so that's an example recently of a time where i really recognized like hey making restitution is important like
0: did you know this before we really uh, understood the apology languages
1: i don't think i could have quantified it like i think i would have been like that guy seemed really insincere or like that apology was totally oh, I see unsatisfactory like i think i would have been able to you
0: would have felt the same way you just didn't know how to express it
1: i wouldn't i wouldn't have known exactly why right it wasn't insincere or didn't feel um complete but i would have probably been like that was kind of lame like i don't really yeah, think a that, that, that guy, apology yeah i don't think that guy was really sorry but i don't think i would have been like oh it's because i expected some sort of restitution, some sort of way of making it right for, like, essentially, you know, changing our whole plans and all of this stuff that um, went into making this appointment happen. So, yeah, restitution, it's important (laughs) to me.
0: In making restitution, one of the things that um, Dr. Gary Chapman says in the book is, it's better to do it in a way that uses the love language of the person. So if if you are a make a make a restitution person like you are, mm-hmm. then and, and if it's for if it's from my perspective, if I if I am trying to say I'm sorry, apologize to you and I were to do that, I would take into consideration you're a make a restitution person and then also take into consideration that you are a words of affirmation person because mm-hmm. that's your primary love language. So then I would try to make restitution by using words of affirmation. So that's what, you know, the book says to do. It's best to use the primary love language to make the restitution. So for example, your words of affirmation. So it would be like, you're so wonderful to me. And, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you in that way. And I'm really sorry. And then so that's a way to make restitution by using words of affirmation, mm-hmm. um, you know I'm, I didn't mean to hurt you. I'm sorry for what I did. You're a wonderful person, and you do so much for me. And I shouldn't have done what I did. You know that's one way of doing it. And then if if for example, well, let me ask: Is that would that be satisfactory to you?
1: Um, I think. Yes. I mean, in the sense that, like, um, I think it, like, it depends on what it is. I think in a lot of cases that would be satisfactory. Um, You know, there is kind of that element of, like, you know, I think in the case of this RV service appointment, like, if the guy had said to us, like, you know, I appreciate the fact that you guys had to... Um, you know make all these sacrifices to make this appointment work and you know blah 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 like whatever nice things he could have said about us and then said I'm really sorry that this you know that this didn't work out and that we can't help you Um, I mean I think that would have like made a
0: would that be satisfactory to you though I mean or you would are you looking more for like tangible things like tangible acts for example, um, or like in this case, if he would have been like, "I'm sorry that you had to spend an extra couple of days here," when you know you were on your way out, uh, here's a couple of free extra nights that you know will comp you the two nights or three nights or whatever, because that's a tangible thing, like that's right. you know money back in our bank account, right? So w- would that have been better than, yeah, I'm really sorry that you guys. You guys spent all this time and effort to getting here and, you know, just to be turned away.
1: Yeah, I think the tangible thing makes a big difference. Okay. Um. Well, I mean,
0: that's good for me to know because that's <laughs> just not. So, I mean, like, it's not just using words of affirmation. At that point, that's probably like an act of service, probably, or receiving gifts.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not which, quality
0: time or physical touch. No. No. So re- Receiving a gift eh, is not really a gift. So the tangible thing would be the act of service, the act of giving back our money would have been sufficient to you. I'm sorry that you had to yet for all this trouble and we could have, you know, called you yesterday but we didn't. Right. Um so here we are and let me make it up to you by giving you a free night, you know, stay.
1: Right. Because
0: um, that's more quote unquote tangible. Yeah. Would that be better for would that have been better for you?
1: Um than yes. just saying,
0: you know, it words.
1: Yeah. Um 'cause like
0: 'cause if he's he like it wouldn't have been a good thing for him to just like physical physical touch, like give you a hug and I'm sorry and right. hug you.
1: I probably would have been like, uh <laughs> Um.
0: Or what if they give us one of those sweet LED lanterns that they were giving away, for <laughs> for free for free.
1: <laughs> no.
0: That would not have been a good apology. No. Okay. So here you are actually looking for an act of service.
1: I yeah I guess so. So is
0: it more contextual? You would you say, like well what I uh, think I mean, or I not mean contextual in the book, uh, um um. Like based on the situation Would it be more situational Is there a time that A words of affirmation Or a word of affirmation In making a restitution Would be Good enough for you
1: Well I think I think it's It comes down to like There needs to be an action That corresponds to the words Okay In order And I think that's why that's what restitution is about like there has to be an action that corresponds to the words so So. you can say like you know you know you're you're such a good spouse and like you take you always take care of xyz and i you know didn't appreciate that or whatever like that without like a corresponding action to say that um. you know, that you actually, like, mean those words makes it kind of, like, not as effective. But, like, the words coupled with the action make it, like, super effective.
0: So you need, you need acts of service and words of affirmation.
1: I guess. I mean, I guess I wouldn't call it acts of service. Like, I feel like in the book they talked about, like, just... Um,
0: acts of service in the book was apologizing you know, saying sorry, and then making up for it in a in a way.
1: But it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, you're such a, you know, I shouldn't have done that. Let me, let me help you with the kids or let me clean the house. Like, acts of service are kind of, like, unrelated.
0: Unrelated I'm, acts?
1: I'm talking about, like, a, sp- like, um making restitution is like a a specific action intended to right the wrong yeah let's say somebody borrowed my car and then crashed it they could come to me and say oh my gosh like you're such an amazing friend for letting me borrow your car Um, you're like so generous and I took advantage of that and like really messed up and wasn't paying attention and I crashed the car um, and I'm really sorry that I did that like that acknowledges you know that's like using words to acknowledge that like but what would make it better is for them to be like here's the money that will will cover the repairs on your car or here's you know, whatever, like, you know, here's a rental car that you can use while your car is being fixed. Or here, like, they're they're taking... Trying to make it right. They're taking some action to try to make it right because they appreciate, you know, it's not just like, here's some flattery.
0: So you're really more about the the fairness and equalizing and making it, you know, like... taking it back to what it was before the the thing happened
1: right like when cowboy messed up um you know something that belonged to my roommates yeah over the course of having roommates like i would want to i'd be like let me buy you it let me buy you a new thing whatever that thing was like let me give you money let me buy let me fix it and my way of fixing it was, like, let me buy you a new thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether or not that person accepted that or not is, a, is not the matter. The matter is, like, I want to offer something that's going to make make that right. Yeah. Um,
0: you could so. have offered Cowboy as tribute.
1: <laughs> I could have. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Trust dead. me, it, I thought about it sometimes. But, yeah, so that's that's uh what making restitution is about for me, okay. what is uh what were your results?
0: So mine was the expressing regret, which was really high on the the scale. It was nine, and then the next thing was a four, which was accepting responsibility, and then request forgiveness was a three, make restitution was a two, and then genuinely repent is also a two so the those other four are really much lower on the scale than expressing regret which i think to me it's it's totally true um one of the examples in the book that dr uh, chapman says is um about this this woman who was in well, like one of their seminars you know the husband and wife was they were in the seminar and then the woman was talking to him afterwards and then basically she was like most of all I want him to understand how he hurt me and why and I want him to see things from my perspective and I expect to hear him say I apologize I'm really sorry and that's I think that's for me very true because if you just say I mean to me I think saying I'm sorry um, just really goes a long way Uh, I can understand where you're like if you know, somebody messed up my car or whatever. Oh, I actually have a story about that. In college, I lived with a guy, a, a roommate, or a couple of roommates in this house, but um, um, he's my friend. His name is Seth. And I remember uh, we had like a garage, like a one-car garage, so it was pretty narrow. And we were going somewhere, and then he's like, hey, I want to drive because for whatever reason, you know, he was a sophomore and this was our sophomore year in college he was mm-hmm. a sophomore and he had not gotten his license yet oh gosh and so he just got it you know like the summer between our freshman and sophomore year and then we started living together in the same house in the fall or whatever and he was like hey can i drive and i was like yeah that's fine you know i gave him the keys i was doing something in the house and he was pulling the car out of the garage and then i came outside and then he was like out of the car and then he had his hands like like in his pocket and he was like looking down and I'm like, What's going on? He's like, I'm sorry, I just ruined your car because I backed up and the mirror like caught, you know, the springs, the side the side springs in the garage and I guess it you know, it broke the mirror.
1: I've done that before. You yeah. <laughs>
0: have yeah. So he was backing out and it caught the mirror and then it broke it or whatever. And he was it like, was
1: within the first year I got my license, too, except <laughs> I was 16.
0: <laughs> so he was like, I'm really sorry. and I'm like, it's okay. It's not a big deal. And he, I mean, he did offer to make a restitution by replacing it. And I was like, yeah, that's not a big deal. Like, I could tell that he was actually sorry. And, you know, he was genuinely apologizing. He wasn't like just, oh, my bad. Sorry. You know, saying something like that. Um. Like his body language? Yeah. His his body language and just the way he was acting. um, He made it known to me or communicated to me that he was actually sorry for what he did. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. You know, just, you know, he just replaced it. And then it was all good. I mean, for a couple of weeks it, you know, because we were poor college students. It was like a hundred bucks for a mirror, you know. So it took a couple of weeks to replace, but it wasn't a big deal, but he was, he was, he was truly sorry. And, and I forgave him for that. And it was just, you know, expressing regret. And that's, that's something that, like I said, it goes a long way. I don't need like a big to do to say, I'm sorry, other than like genuine, you know, apology and and genuinely seeking forgiveness so that's, you know, that's, I think that's what.
1: Well, you're saying, so you're saying seeking forgiveness and genuinely saying sorry, which sound like the other two apology languages, but well, what you really mean. Yeah. I I mean, I won't put words in your mouth, but.
0: Well, it's like see, not, not seeking forgiveness as in like requesting forgiveness. That's like, will you accept my apology is the specific request for forgiveness. I think that's what it, it is in the book is
1: would you forgive me will you you,
0: will you please forgive me that's like an actual request for you know a verbal request for forgiveness which is different than what I was you know if they're if they act like they're you know like my buddy Seth was acting like he was sorry and he was like hey I'm really sorry you know um, for doing this you know he was looking for forgiveness yeah. from me um which i was fine with giving him but he it wasn't a, a an explicit request for forgiveness will you forgive me is the right. i think this is the request for forgiveness apology language um i mean he did accept his responsibility he did you know make a restitution for it by replacing it um the other thing was genuinely repent i don't know He was like you can't be like I will become a better driver (laughs) from now on. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I just wanted, I just wanted to clarify so that we were being clear. Yeah. Um,
0: And really, really what it it comes down to is the apology can't be uh, something that is meant to get me off your back or like to, you know, keep you from or keep me from like nagging you about something. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The apology, if it's, genuine to me it is not because you just want me to shut up um it's because you're truly sorry um something that the book says is that um the, the apologies don't shift shift blame because that's uh, an attack so like saying like um i'm sorry that you know this this happened but if you wouldn't have done this thing then i wouldn't have done i wouldn't have acted the way i did that's shifting right. the blame to the person rather than being actually sorry for or like for what you did
1: the classic i'm sorry you got offended by what i said right instead of i'm sorry i said something that hurt you <laughs> that offended you <laughs> right
0: that's that's exactly you know that's shifting the blame
1: that's the worst apology Kay.
0: that's shifting the blame to the other person mm-hmm. and that's j- basically like a not sorry apology and it's it's actually an attack on the other person, right? Because of what you did, that made me do this thing, and that's why I'm sorry that I acted that way. But yeah, it was that's your fault. That the, that's not a real apology. So that's that's not something that I would see as genuine either. But if you're really truly sorry, and then you're like, hey, I'm really sorry for the thing that I did, um, you know, I'm like, eh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it it's not a big deal. So, that's my uh apology language. And so those are, you know, those are things that we we've seen. I mean, obviously there's the other one's ex- accepting responsibility, genuinely repent, and requesting forgiveness, which are, you know, also very valid things, but that's those are just secondary, tertiary, and quaternary.
1: Yeah. They're not as important for us, but it's been, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Like I think every person has been in a relationship of some kind, whether it's romantic or otherwise, where they're like, this person just never, like they never say they're sorry. Yeah. They never apologize for anything. You know, everyone's been in a relationship like that. Um, And I think learning more about the different like i just ha- this was a new concept to me but now yeah, that both of us. now that i've you know dug into it a little more i'm like oh this totally makes sense like maybe in some of those relationships that i've had in the past where i thought to myself this person never apologized it was just because they didn't do it in the way that i felt was um a real apology um, I mean, and I don't know, I, I, like, in some of those cases, I've forgotten the details, but I can certainly remember times where, like, you know, something happened and somebody never said sorry, or I hurt someone and I thought I apologized, but they thought I'd never said, you know, I never apologized. Um, and so it's, it was, a. it's interesting. I think I'm pretty good at your apology language if I do say so myself yeah I feel like it comes very naturally to me
0: why do you say that
1: well like I feel like when we when we read about this and when you got your quiz results I was like oh that makes total sense because that's exactly how I apologize to you like whenever I do something I'm always like I you know I'm I feel like my apologies go something like I'm really sorry that I did X, Y, Z. I knew, I know it was really wrong of me to do that and it hurt you. Um, You know, I'm really sorry. Or I apologize. Like there's some sort of me acknowledging like I feel really badly that I did X, Y, Z to hurt you, like understanding your perspective. yeah. Um, And that's something that it just so happens that I don't have to learn your apology language i just have to be aware of it so that's good for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's one thing that makes me feel loved is how you know how to apologize to me and speaking of things that make me feel loved <laughs> do you want to do the sweep up
1: sounds great let's do it
0: what made you feel loved today
1: it made me feel really loved that we had just kind of like a lazy, snuggly morning this morning. Um, because usually you're like up and out of bed before I'm like conscious. <laughs> um And so it was really nice to kind of have that time together in the morning, just like waking up together. Um, cause we don't do that all that often just cause we have different schedules and sleep needs. <laughs> uh, but it made me feel really loved this morning to have that time together. Welcome babe. What made you feel loved today?
0: Hmm. What made me feel loved today was when cowboy was trying to puke up a hairball.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: That's not what made me feel loved. It does not make me feel loved cowboy. For when you puke up a hairball are you listening to me <laughs> so when he was like trying to puke up a hairball but i mean he wasn't successful at it but then i was like well it's pr- pretty hot you know it's been pretty hot for the last week or so and he's probably shedding because of that and mm-hmm. he's been you know trying to get rid of his hair and so i i was trying to use the brush on him to try to pull his hair out but he was being a jerk, and he was not letting me do that by myself, and I did not have enough hands. And I was like, <laughs> hey, babe, can you come over and help me, you know, while I, like, hold down Cowboy's claws? <laughs> can you brush him so that, like, his brush or his hair, you know, mm-hmm. is thinned out a little bit so he's not as hot? And so you just did that for me for while I was holding him down because need, I needed your help. And that made me feel loved because now we won't have cowboy puke all over the house, I hope.
1: I hope not. (laughs) You're welcome, sweetheart.
0: And what made you guys feel loved today or this week? Did your cat puke on you? (laughs) Hope Uh, not. Let us know in the show notes. (laughs) And let us know what you thought of this whole idea of apology languages. This is totally new to us. And so we didn't really know what... really was but it makes a lot of sense as we were reading through this book you know a lot of it make makes a lot of sense because you know we we have a love language of course everybody kind of knows that but we also have an apology language that you know we didn't know about um let us know in the show notes uh go to swept slash episode 67 and give us some comments and some feedback we'd love to know what you thought of the show um And if you enjoyed our show, you can, you know, let other people know about apology languages by (laughs) sharing this episode with your friends or family, anybody that you have a relationship with, with, which is everybody.
1: Yep. You can send some passive aggressive, learn my apology language. (laughs) Just kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) You can find us everywhere on social media at sweptogether.com. And of course, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and probably some other podcasty.
0: No, that's all. That's all. <laughs> We're okay. not on Spotify because. Well, yeah, you got to. They're, they're hoity-toity about it.
1: Uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Um. They'll let
0: anybody be on a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Anyway. Um, so we just wanted to encourage you guys this week, uh, maybe take the opportunity to find out the love language or the apology language of somebody close to you, whether that's your partner or maybe a sibling or, you know, a family member, uh, ask them what their apology language is. Take the quiz yourself. Um,
0: yeah. And we'll have that link to our show notes, of course.
1: And, uh, you know, I think that. Learning how to speak each other's language, whether that comes to the way that they receive love or the way that they receive apologies, um, can do a lot for making our relationships more fruitful. Yeah. Fulfilling.
0: So thanks again, guys, for listening this week. We really appreciate it. We love doing these for ourselves and for (laughs) you because, you know, it just helps us learn to better manage our relationship and be better partners for each other. And we hope that you guys have the same experience. Um, so we appreciate all your support and thank you for listening and until next time. Love you guys. Love you guys. I could see all the way in your nose.
1: It made me feel really loved that.
0: That motorcycle drove by.
1: (laughs) This is the world's loudest road.